Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm your host, John McNeil, and today I'm going to talk about why you need to stop focusing on the scale. So a lot of people think all fitness is is weight loss, and I got news for you. Weight loss doesn't necessarily mean your body is doing the thing you want it to do. So let, let me start by at least explaining that. That statement there. Uh, what I really mean there is, we really only focus as weight loss on weight loss as on the scale going down as the metric for success in terms of fitness. But that really is the wrong metric to look at because the scale doesn't tell you how much body fat versus muscle mass that you've lost, and that's what the most important thing is. Is if you're, you know, let's say a two hundred twenty pound male and you lose 30 pounds of weight, like great, you're 190, wow, you're nice and lean, but how much of that was body fat versus how much of it was muscle? If you lost 10 pounds of body fat, but 20 pounds of muscle, that's not a good thing. Muscle is one of the most important things, especially as you age. The older you get, the the easier it is to lose muscle mass, and the more important it is to have muscle mass on your frame to make sure that, one, you're, you're just stronger limbs and stronger joints so you're able to move through the world a bit more freely but just injury risk that that's one of the biggest things for all cause mortality is i forget the exact statistic but it's a shocking amount of people like i I think it was a 40 percent increase in all cause mortality if you break your hip over the age of 65 so if you break your hip and you're over 65 at all times you have a 40 percent increased chance of dying over someone else in a similar age bracket who didn't break their hips so that really a lot of that has to do with strength if, if you have a lot more muscle mass if you're continuing to lift weights as you age you will have greater bone density but the thing is is adding muscle and bone density doesn't necessarily move the scale in the way you want it to which that's the the root issue here here is there is benefit to looking at the scale. Like in most cases, for most people who are starting to lose weight, it's good for it to see it going down. Like if you're a 300 pound man, at that point, yeah, you need to lose some weight. You should focus on the scale a little bit. But focusing solely on the scale as a result at, at, at the result of not looking at anything else, that's where I'm trying to get you to at this point is like, yeah, it's good to see it go down. But if you're not seeing it go down, that's also not necessarily a bad thing, depending on your training routine. For example, if you're lifting weights, if you're, if you're increasing your muscle mass, if you're doing that stuff, I wouldn't necessarily expect to see the weight go down. It'd be really nice to see or the scale to go down. In that situation, it'd be actually really nice to see the scale maintain a constant weight. Because if you're putting on muscle and the scale is staying the same, then one can assume that it's fat that's being lost. And, and again, this... 
may not be the fastest way to do things, but if you just focus on creating sustainable habits, on building strength, on, on just improving your body as a whole, you will see results in terms of your composition. But body composition doesn't always equate to the scale. Now, again, it, it is certainly a useful tool to start with, but to only use the scale as the metric is where people run into issues because let's say you, you're, you're just getting into fitness and like most people, you're like, I'm just going to start running. So the first week you just start running and you're running maybe a mile a day and you get on the scale at the end of the week and, oh, look, I, I've lost two pounds. So you continue to do that, and then the next week you lose another two pounds, and then you continue to do that, and then the next week you don't lose any weight. So you just start thinking, oh shit, well I guess I need to do more. So instead of doing the mile every day, you increase that to two miles a day, and oh sweet, I'm seeing results, I'm losing weight. And then you got to keep doing it, and doing it, and doing it, and at that point, to, to where you continue to lose weight, maybe you're doing four hours of cardio a day. Or something like that. But you, the scale continues to go down. But that doesn't even factor in what your muscle mass looks like. And, and on top of that, the scale can fluctuate throughout the day a lot. Like anyone who's 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 been to a birthday party or had a ton of cake can tell you. Or a, even a ton of beer. Like your belly will increase. You're going to retain more water. And water, it's called water weight for a reason. Because it weighs some. So if you're very, if you... You know, if you had a really good week and then you went out to eat the the night before you weighed in and you may be holding on to some extra water where you could have essentially been, you know, lighter if you had watched that. So that that's something about the scale as well that we don't always consider is it's highly variable based on your lifestyle. Like if you were dehydrated, you would weigh less. If you're hydrated, you're going to weigh more. It, it The point here is there's a lot of factors that go into the scale and not all of them are necessarily a bad, a, a good or a bad thing for that matter. Like in the instance of the water weight, if you're if you notice you're bloated but you weigh the same on the scale, that honestly might be a good sign because if you're weighing the same as you did last week but you're bloated, then if you watch your water intake and make sure you're not bloated or watch what you're eating and you're not bloated, then you're going to be a lighter weight. So the scale is useful. I, I can't stress that enough, but. It's also not necessary in my opinion. I very rarely go on the scale because I focus on body composition. It's at this point, it's a lot easier for me to tell, okay, I'm able to see my obliques a bit more clearly, or I'm starting to see the outline of a six pack or my muscles look more straight. It's easier for me to look at that as a bearing of where I'm at in terms of health and fitness. If you know, I looked at the scale all the time, at least for me personally, that would move me in the wrong direction more often than not because I am the person who I'm talking about that gets wrapped up in the scale where if I lose weight one week, I'll keep doing it. But then if I don't the next week, I'm going to adjust my workout routine. And like I say all the time, consistency is the most important thing. So if looking at the scale and seeing a number on there causes you to change something and be less consistent than you should be or move you in the right or move you in the incorrect direction of where you're trying to go then looking at the scale is not right for you. If you're a heavy individual, it's pretty easy to tell if you're losing weight day after day. But it's good to check every once in a while just to make sure that like you are moving in the right direction. Because there are times where you're like, oh, I'm going to go on a bulk. 
so I can build a little bit more muscle. And that turns into me eating everything I can possibly see. So it's one of those things where if I had looked after a couple months and noticed, oh crap, I put on 10 pounds and my muscles don't seem any bigger, that's probably, that's probably body weight. So it's good to do every once in a while, but at least for a person like me, which I think there are quite a few people who are in a similar boat to me, it, it just, it ends up getting in your head. It, it gets you down the wrong rabbit hole where if you just continue to focus on what you know will work on the routine you've created, that you've researched, that you know will work for you. For me, it's it's following a fitness program. But if I follow that and I see that, oh crap, I'm the scale is moving the wrong direction, that may get in my head and cause me to starve myself or to overtrain or anything like that. So it, it's good to maybe check at the end of a cycle of goals. Like if you're like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna work on cardio the next two months. Maybe weigh yourself at the beginning and weigh yourself at the end just to see the effect, not necessarily to see like I want to you know, lose 30 pounds or do this, just to kind of see what it looks like and be able to adapt from there. If you notice you lose a lot of weight and some of it ends up being muscle mass, then maybe you should do a little less cardio and work on increasing your muscle mass because increasing muscle mass can speed up your metabolism. And obviously, if you have a higher metabolism, it's a little easier, in my opinion, to lose weight because it's easier to lose weight off 3,000 calories than it is off 1,200 calories, at least in terms of sustainability. So that, that's another thing, too, is if you're starting a reverse diet to where you're working on increasing your caloric intake to be able to increase your metabolism, looking at the scale is one of the worst things to do, uh, at least to an extent. Again, it's one of those things where you should, it, it'd probably be good to check and see just to make sure you're not putting on too, too much weight, but to check every single day or every single week or whatever the case may be, it, it just requires a little more thought. So the point here is the scale is a useful tool, but don't use it as your only tool and don't use it as a metric for a day-to-day check-in. Use it once in a while, use it sporadically, but don't do it to the point where if you look at the scale and notice a result one way or another, it'll, it'll impact your training routine. In my opinion, you're much better off not using the scale at all and focusing on how you feel. But if you're going to use the scale, just be strategic about it. Don't overdo it and don't put so much weight into the scale that it impacts what you do as your normal day-to-day fitness routine. So that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, this has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast, and I'm your host, John McNeil.